Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Blind Analysis. My name is Tommy Ray Valdez. Today, I want to share my reaction to the matchup between the Seattle Seahawks and the Tennessee Titans. And I also want to talk about a few of the other matchups around the NFL for Week 16. And I want to talk a little more MLB news as well. But first, we will get started by talking about the matchup between the Seattle Seahawks and the Tennessee Titans. This was a very fun game to watch. Um, the game was scoreless going into the second quarter before the Titans got on the board first. Derrick Henry throws his fourth career touchdown pass. An impressive play call by the offensive coordinator for the Tennessee Titans, which led to Derrick Henry throwing a touchdown pass to Chen Okonkwo, and that gave the Titans an early 7 to nothing lead. Then the Seahawks answered back with a field goal by Jason Myers. That made the score 7-3 to going into halftime. And then um, in the third quarter, Seahawks, they jump out in front. Geno Smith finds DK Metcalf in the end zone for a touchdown to give the Seahawks a 10-7 lead over the Titans. Then the Titans tied the game up with a field goal uh, that tied the game up at 10-10. Um, and then uh, the Titans, they jumped out in front. Derrick Henry gets a rushing touchdown this time. That gave the Titans a 17-10 lead over the Seahawks. And the Seahawks would later on add a field goal by Jason Myers that made the score 17 to 13 and then late in the fourth quarter with about two minutes left to go Geno Smith finds Kobe Parkinson in the end zone for a touchdown to give the Seahawks a 20 to 17 lead over the Titans um, and then the Titans are trying to get back into field goal range but Ryan Tannehill gets sacked um, and then uh, final play of the game uh, one of the receivers for the Titans uh, makes a catch uh, but he was uh, not able to get out of bounds um, and uh, that ran down the clock down to zero. And the Seahawks, they hung on and got the win over the Titans 20-17. to Big win for the Seahawks to improve their record to 8-7. and seven. Um, And with that win, uh, the Seahawks, um, they moved into uh, the number 7 seed in the NFC. So the Seahawks now um, holding on to a playoff spot with two weeks left to go in the regular season. So very big win for the Seahawks um, on the positive side, um, you know, it was a great win for the Seahawks. Um, you know, they did a really good job once again, um, coming up with a big go-ahead touchdown with, with the final uh, two minutes, um, in the final two minutes of the game. So um, an impressive game-winning drive uh, by Geno Smith um, and a great job once again by the Seahawks defense in this game, um, you know, holding uh, the Titans to just 17 points. Uh, but they do need to do a better job of stopping the running game that has continued to be a problem for the Seahawks defense. And also, the Seahawks overall continue to struggle uh, with committing penalties. Uh, that has been um, a big problem for the Seahawks all season long. They have to do a better job of being more self-disciplined. Uh, but um, at the end of the day, a win is a win. And a good win for the Seahawks to improve to 8-7. and seven. Um so that's my thoughts on the Seahawks win over the Titans. Now we'll talk about some of the other matchups around the NFL for week 16. Lots of good games. Um, there were a few big upsets as well. Um, we'll get into some of those games. Uh, but the reason why the Seahawks have now moved into the number seven seed, holding on to a playoff spot is because the Detroit Lions got a win over the Minnesota Vikings. Um, big win for the Lions. Um, the Lions have now won the NFC North division um, for the first time in 30 years. So 
Lions have not won the division since 1993. Uh, so congratulations to the Detroit Lions um, on uh, finally uh, winning their division. Um, it had been a 30-year run, so a very um, impressive win for the Lions. Um, Jared Goff played well. Jameer Gibbs uh, with a couple of big uh, touchdowns in the game for the Lions as well. Um, and the big story was the Lions defense coming up with four interceptions. Um, Nick Mullins did throw for over 400 yards for the Vikings, but he also threw four interceptions in that game, which led to the Vikings uh, losing that game. So a uh, big win for the Lions. And now Vikings uh, fall out of a playoff spot, but they are now in the hunt. Um, so Seahawks moving into that number seven seed. Uh, the Rams, uh, they get a win um, over the New Orleans Saints on Thursday night football. Uh, that was a really good game as well. Uh, really good game for Matthew Stafford and Puka Nakua. Uh, the Saints, uh, they made this game very interesting uh, late in the game. Um, they were uh, trying to uh, come up with a big comeback, but they ended up uh, falling a little bit short. Um, Rams get the win 30-22 to over the Saints. So the Rams now move into the number six seed in the NFC. So um, big win uh, for the Rams. Um, the um, Cleveland Browns, uh, they get a big win over the Houston Texans um, on Sunday. Um, outstanding game for Amari Cooper. He ends up with 265 receiving yards in the game. A really good game for Joe Flacco, obviously, as well. Uh, the Browns uh, get the big win over the Texans to improve uh, to 10-5 and five on the season. Um, uh, now the Texans, um, they have an 8-7 and seven record. Um, and the Colts and the Jaguars in that same division, they both lose as well. So they now have an 8-7 and seven record. Jaguars losing to uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Another very good game for Baker Mayfield. And the Jacksonville Jaguars and Trevor Lawrence have now lost four games in a row, but they are still in a three-way tie for first place in the AFC South division. Um, and uh, the Colts, um, they lose to the Atlanta Falcons. A big win for the Falcons to keep their playoff hopes alive in the NFC South. So, um, you know, Saints, Buccaneers, Falcons still all in the mix for the NFC South division with the Buccaneers um, leading that division. Um, and uh, like I said, over in the AFC South, uh, Texans, Colts, um, and Jaguars all tied with an 8-7 and seven record. So keep an eye on those two divisions um, in the South. That's going to be very interesting coming down the stretch over the final two weeks of the regular season. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, they get a big win on Saturday night over the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, Mason Rudolph got the start um, in that game um, for uh, the Steelers. Uh, he played well. Um, he threw for about 290 passing yards in that game. Big game for George Pickens. He ends up with 195 receiving yards and a and a pair of touchdowns in that game as well. So um, big win for the Steelers over the Bengals. Uh, Steelers uh, now improved to 8-7, and seven, and they are still in the hunt uh, for a playoff spot as well. So um, lots of interesting games around the NFL. Uh, the Bears, they get a win over the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, the Jets, they get a win over the Washington Commanders. Uh, the Packers. They get a win um, over the Carolina Panthers. Um, 
uh, really good games um, between um, the Broncos and the Patriots. The Patriots get a big upset win over the Broncos. So uh, the Broncos, um, they are now down to a 5% chance uh, to make the playoffs. So um, impressive uh, win uh, by the Patriots. 26-23 uh, to 23 was the score of that game. Um, Broncos, at one point, they were down 20-7 to seven, uh, late in the fourth quarter, uh, but they were able to battle their way back. Uh, but the Patriots, they were able to hang on um, and uh, win that game. Um, so uh, that was a really big win on Sunday night for uh, the Patriots. Uh, the Bills, uh, they get a win over the Chargers. That was a close game um, on Saturday. Uh, the Bills... Um, they were trailing early, early to the Chargers. They were down 10 to nothing, uh, but they were able to battle their way back and win that game 24-22 um, to 22, um, over the Chargers. Uh, that was a, a really impressive comeback win for the Bills. They are now in the number six seed in the AFC uh, with two weeks left to go in the regular season. A uh, really big game uh, between the Miami Dolphins and the Dallas Cowboys. Um, this was a really interesting game. You have the Cowboys, um, you know, um, trying to improve uh, their record on the road. Uh, Cowboys have really struggled on the road this season. And the Miami Dolphins are looking for um, their first win um, against a team with a winning record. Um, and this was a really good defensive battle. Um, a really good uh, game for the kicker for the Miami Dolphins, Jason Sanders. Um, he ends up with five field goals in this game. Uh, the Dolphins, uh, they end up getting the win over the Cowboys um, in a very a close game. Um, we did see Dak Prescott throw a couple of touchdown passes in this game for the Cowboys. Um, Tua ends up throwing a touchdown pass to Raheem Mostert in this game. But uh, those five field goals, uh, that was the big difference um, in the Dolphins' win over the Cowboys. Both teams uh, really kind of struggled in the red zone in this game. Uh, they both did a really good job of uh, moving the ball down the field um, and uh, picking up a lot of yards offensively. But, um, you know, both defenses really played well in this game. And the Dolphins, they ended up uh, getting the win over the Cowboys. Uh, really good games on Monday Night Football as well. Uh, big upset with the Raiders getting the win over the Chiefs. 20 to 14. Um, great job by the Raiders defense to hold Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs to just 14 points in this game. Uh, their defense, um, very impressive, coming up uh, with a couple of big um, turnovers, uh, which led to touchdowns, a pick six, um, and a fumble, scoop, and score. Um, so a tough day for Patrick Mahomes. Um, he did throw a touchdown pass late to Justin Watson. Uh, which got the Chiefs back into the game. But um, the big story of the game was the Raiders' defense. Uh, they were able to get the win, um, even with Aiden O'Connell um, not completing a pass after the first quarter. Um, you know, the Raiders, their defense was a big story um, in that game, and they got a win over the Chiefs to um, keep the Raiders in the hunt for a playoff spot. They definitely are going to need a lot of help to try to make the playoffs, but they are still not mathematically eliminated yet. So. A big win for the Raiders over the Chiefs. Um, the Eagles, they end their three-game winning streak 
uh, winning a close game over uh, the Giants um, with a score of uh, um, 35 uh, or 33 to 25. Um, the uh, um, Eagles get the win over the Giants. Um, that was a really fun game to watch as well. Um, you know, just when you thought the Eagles were going to pull away, uh, the Giants fought their way back into the game, but um, Eagles they end up hanging on um, and getting the win. Um, and then um, big win for the Baltimore Ravens over the San Francisco 49ers on Monday Night Football. Um, really good game for Lamar Jackson. Um, he really plays well in this game for the Ravens. Um, and a tough game for Brock Purdy. That was the big difference in this game uh, was the play of the quarterbacks in this game. Lamar Jackson played well. Brock Purdy struggled throwing four interceptions. Uh, so the Ravens' defense uh, really played well in this game. They got the big win over the 49ers, 33-19. to um, So um, a potential Super Bowl preview, uh, but a big win for the Baltimore Ravens. Um, over the San Francisco 49ers. So uh, lots of good games around the NFL um, this week uh, for week 16. It was a lot of fun to watch. Um, and I can't wait to see what's in store um, for uh, week 17. So uh, that's my thoughts um, on uh, everything around the NFL for today. Now I want to talk a little MLB news really quick. Um, We'll start uh, with the L.A. Dodgers. Um, L.A. Dodgers continue to add to their ball club. Uh, they signed Yoshinobu Yamamoto to a big 12-year contract worth $325 million. Uh, Yoshino- Yoshinobu Yamamoto, um, a pitcher coming over from Japan, just 25 years old. Um, he is a pitcher who has won... Um, three versions of the Cy Young Award in Japan, um, and also two MVP awards as well. And uh, like I said, he's only 25 years old. So um, a very good starting pitcher uh, joining the LA Dodgers. Um, I've heard a a lot of uh, analysts uh, comparing Yoshinobu Yamamoto to Pedro Martinez, Uh, similar similar build, Um, you know, not very big guys. Um, You know, he's about six foot, Tall, maybe a little bit shorter than six feet, um, but he throws very hard. Um, you know, he can his fastball uh, could reach um, anywhere from you know ninety eight to one hundred miles an hour. Um, and uh, um, you know, with all the other pitches that he throws as well, uh, we know how a lot of Japanese pitchers uh, like to throw um, a very large selection of pitches. Um, you know, a lot of um, Analysts were also comparing Yoshinobu Yamamoto to um, Garrett Cole, um, Clayton Kershaw, um, you know, all very good pitchers. Clayton Kershaw, of course, um, now a teammate of Yoshinobu Yamamoto. So, um, you know, Dodgers are continuing to add to their ball club. This is another big addition to their starting rotation. Um, They're going to have a very good starting rotation. Um, if they could stay healthy going into this season, and we know how good that lineup is going to be. So it looks like the Dodgers are going all in uh, to try to win a World Series title. Um, if they're able to pull it off, this is going to be the most expensive um, World Series championship in MLB history, I would imagine. So 
Um, you know, just with the signing of Shohei Otani um, and Yoshinobu Yamamoto, that puts the Dodgers over a billion dollars spent this offseason, um, as well as trading and extending, um, uh, trading to uh, to get a Taylor um, uh, Tyler Glasnow in their starting rotation, and also they extend him with a five-year contract extension as well. So um, Dodgers spending a lot of money um, and uh, doing whatever they can to try to win a World Series. So we'll see how this works out for the Dodgers. Uh, but um, they are um, having a very busy offseason um, and uh, making some very interesting moves. So uh, we'll see how that works out for the Dodgers. Um, the San Diego Padres, um, they assign a new closer coming over from Japan. Um, uh, Yuki um, Matsui um, coming over from uh, Japan uh, to join the Padres to be their closer. Um, he uh, was one of the best closers um, in Japan over the past few years. So um, this could be a really good addition to the back end of that San Diego bo- uh, Padres bullpen. Um, so we'll see how that works out for the Padres. Um, and also the Seattle Mariners. Good to see the Mariners finally making a move. Uh, they signed Mitch Garver to a two-year contract worth $24 million. Uh, Mitch Garver, of course, uh, helped the Texas Rangers uh, just recently win the World Series. Um, a very good veteran catcher. Um, the Rangers also used him a lot in uh, the DH role as well. Um, you know, with uh, what he got paid with the Mariners, um, two years, $24 million. I would imagine the Mariners will probably use Mitch Garver um, in the DH role as well, um, as well as, uh, you know, being the backup catcher uh, behind Cal Raleigh. Uh, this is going to be a very good addition to the Mariners lineup. Mitch Garver, a uh, really good power hitter. Um, and, um, you know, I think he's going to be um, a really good um, addition to this Mariners lineup. Uh, you can plug him into the middle of that lineup, and I think he's going to be able to do a lot of damage and um, help the Mariners produce a lot of runs, hopefully. So uh, that's my thoughts on the latest MLB news. Um, I just want to leave you guys um, with a quick Bible verse before I go from Ephesians chapter 2. Um, this is another Bible verse um, that um, I think is a, a very good Bible verse. Um, and it reminds us of the very most important gift that we will ever receive. Um, And uh, this Bible verse says, um, it is by grace through faith that we are saved. Um, And it is is not of our own doing, um, but it is a gift from God. Uh, This is an incredible reminder to all of us uh, that the greatest gift that you will ever receive um, is Jesus Christ. Um, You know, we talked about uh, the birth of Jesus Christ um, on Christmas Day um, and, uh, you know, uh, with Jesus um, coming into the world um, and, um, you know, with what he um, did for us, teaching us how to how to live um, and, and how to love others. Um, and, you know, Jesus uh, died on the cross for the forgiveness of all of our sins uh, so that all who believe in Jesus will be saved. Um, and that's the kind of, of grace, love, and mercy 
that God shows us. He sent his only son, Jesus Christ, to come into this world, to be born into this world, um, to grow up and to die on the cross uh, for the forgiveness of all of our sins. And three days later, God raised him from the dead so that all who believe in Jesus will be saved. Um, this is uh, the greatest gift that we could ever receive. Um, the grace and the love and the mercy that God shows us, uh, not only on Christmas, not only on Easter, but each and every single day. Uh, we can receive this gift each and every single day. Uh, you can receive this gift if you choose to accept Jesus Christ in your heart and in your life. Um, you receive this grace um, and um, you receive Jesus in your heart and in your life. And um, one day uh, when Jesus returns, because we know that um, he is coming back again um, to make all things new and to take us home and to spend eternity with him in heaven. Um, and if you receive Jesus Christ in your heart and into your life today, and if you receive that grace, um, you will be saved and you will spend eternity with him in heaven. Um, so I just wanted to leave you guys with that today. Thank you guys for listening. God bless you guys. Always remember that God is love and God is good all the time. Thank you guys for listening, and I'll see you guys next time. Go Mariners, let's make some more moves, and go Hawks. Let's keep battling to try to make the playoffs. See you guys next time.